place today. Hallelujah, Jesus. We've come to worship you today. We've come to lift you up. We've come to magnify you today, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. It's always great to be able to escape from this world, the reality of this world, and to get into the presence of Almighty God. Amen. The Bible calls it like a refuge, right? A strong tower, a place where the people of God can go and get away from the crazy things of this world. And we get in here, we're going to worship the Lord together. Amen. In one mind and one accord because the Lord is seeking, amen, true worshipers, worship in spirit and in truth. Amen. And it's always a, a, a great experience to come gather together as the body of Christ. Amen. Because we are the body. And the Bible says Jesus is the head, and so if we're all here, that means Jesus is going to show up, right? And that's what we want, right? We want Jesus to show up because he can meet every need here today. Amen. He can deliver. He can set free. Whatever we need in our life, God has the power and the ability to do that. Amen. And we're going to give him praise, amen, no matter what happens in our life because he deserves it, doesn't he? Amen, amen. So good to see you all here today. It's so good to see Sister Moramano. She's back. Amen. It's good, it's good to have all of our guests here today. Amen. We know that God has great things in store. And we have our ushers come as we prepare uh, to give unto the Lord. Amen. Continue in worship and giving. It's an act of worship, giving to God what he is worth. Amen. And he's blessed us so much. Amen. And so we are going to give back to him today. Amen. And um, this coming Saturday, we had scheduled the, uh, the prayer chain, prayer event on Saturday, but um, we're going to cancel that due to everyone being out sick, and we're going to we'll reschedule that for a later time. Uh, so continue to pray, though. Continue to fast. I mean, that's not going to do you any harm, uh, right? I mean, it should, uh, we should be doing that already. Amen. And the, the more that we do it, amen, the closer we get to him. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? Amen. And so uh, that will be canceled and rescheduled uh, for a later time. Amen. And so we want to uh, continue to pray for those that are out sick and traveling. Amen. That God's hand would be upon them. Let's, let's go before the Lord together today uh, and pray for this needs and this offering, this service. Lord Jesus, God, we thank you, Lord, for this time we can come and gather together. We thank you, Lord, for your presence, God, that we feel in this place. We thank you for all that you've done for us, God. We come to give back to you today, not just monetarily, God, but in praise and worship and in thanksgiving and our lift up in our voices today. Uh, we ask you to touch each and every need in the body, in the church, and those that we uh, pray for. We lift them up before you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen. Let's come and give unto the Lord as we worship today. Kids, church can be dismissed.
above every name. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. As we are staying, we can go to the word of the Lord today. Amen. The book of John, the 14th chapter. Amen. The word of the Lord says, and I will pray the Father. This is Jesus speaking. I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. So obviously Jesus right there is uh, referring that he is the spirit of truth, because he's dwelling there with his apostles. Uh, And so how can there be a, a separation in Trinity when Jesus is standing there saying, hey, the spirit of truth is already with you uh, and shall be in you. And I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Amen. So uh, aren't you thankful that Jesus has not left us comfortless in this world, that he has come to us and he has prepared and provided for us. Amen. So I'm going to preach to you today from this title, Our Current Comfort. Our Current Comfort. Turn to a few people, greet them in the name of the Lord as you're seated today. Amen. Every, every year, <clears throat> companies uh, post on websites, and there are, are specific sites um, that host job openings uh, and job uh, uh, positions that are available for people to apply for. Um, they, they, there are companies out there, there are websites and articles that publish which is the best company to work for because we want to work for a good company. We don't want to work for, uh, you know, some fly-by-night company. Uh, they, they have uh, uh, many job benefits that comes with um, positions. Uh, and so this is one of the things that people inquire about, obviously. What kind of benefits do you have, right? That's one of the first questions you're, you ask, or at least it's in your mind that you're ready to ask. What kind of benefits do you have that you're going to give me f- to come to work for you? Uh, as if a job is not enough, we, we want the benefits uh, of that. Uh, and so I, I'm not sure which company everyone here works for and what all your benefits are, but uh, here are... Here are some benefits that some companies provide. Um, uh, this company called Salesforce um, allows employees to set aside up to $500 tax-free to cover parking and transportation costs. They pay for monthly massages, and employees receive a discount on cleaning services. That's I'll come work for you guys. Um, 
Southwest Airlines allow employees and their families to fly for free. Amen. We're all family, right? Keep that in mind. Um, Cliff Bar, I don't know if you've eaten any of those. Uh, every week they pay their employees to go to the gym. I know we talk about, hey, we got to go to the gym, but they pay their employees to go to the gym. Uh, they give out a bonus if you use uh, eco-friendly transportation. Um, and, and the best, when people start working at Cliff Bar, they receive about 27 paid vacation days and holidays. Sounds like a great benefit as well. They'd have a talk with our bosses, right? Um, Apple, the company Apple, allows mothers to take four weeks of paid leave before giving birth and 14 weeks after birth. Uh, so that's a nice benefit. Uh but even better than being an employee at one of those companies um, is uh, being a United States ambassador. Uh, it is said that this is the White House's greatest perk, becoming an ambassador. Uh, appointing somebody as an ambassador to uh, a different country, meaning you're going to live, you're not going to live here, you'll live somewhere else in another country. Uh, an ambassador is the highest-ranking representative of the United States to a foreign nation. Uh, ambassadors, they have paid staff, they have free housing, they have bodyguards, they have chauffeurs to drive them around. Uh, all of this to build uh, connections with the country that they are living in. Uh, the ambassador throws lots and lots of fellowship events um, and all with the United States credit card. Imagine having that card. In addition to all this life of luxuries and probably laziness, uh, they get diplomatic immunity, meaning they can't be charged for any crime, which they shouldn't be committing crimes anyways, right? Uh, so that shouldn't uh, really be an effect or a benefit. But uh, for whatever reason, they throw that in there, uh, and so they can't be charged with any crime. And you can't really even give them a speeding ticket or a parking ticket. And so talk about benefits. But the only one that can appoint an ambassador is the president of the United States. Uh, and so uh, it's a little hard to get uh, it appointed that unless you obviously know people. But... While our jobs and our benefits may have a, a long ways to go to catch up to some of these benefits, um, as a born-again believer that has been baptized in Jesus' name and received the gift of the Holy Ghost, our benefits, uh, like we, we like to say, are out of this world. Uh, we have benefits that are coming to in the next life, but also we have benefits while we are here in this world uh, because Jesus is not going to leave us comfortless. Uh, Revelation 7 and 16 says, They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, neither shall the sun light on them or any heat. For the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them and shall lead them unto living fountains of water, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. 
Revelation 21 and 4, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. I'm here to tell you that I'm looking forward to those benefits as a believer, as a born-again believer. You can't put a price on those. You can't put a price on eternity. Uh, and so while we may not have the best benefits in this world, we have something that is waiting for us that we got to keep our eyes on to help keep us, giving us the hope uh, that there are better things to come than what is in this world. Living in a place of perfection, the Bible describes it as streets of gold and gates of pearl. And so we don't have to worry about what we're going to eat or where we're going to go or because we won't ever be hungry or thirsty again because God is going to feed us and he's going to be all that we need. Uh, and so he should be all that we need in this world today. Uh, obviously, we have to feed ourselves and all those things. But uh, apart from all of that, uh, Jesus sh should be the everything that we need, right? The Holy Ghost being filled with that, we should have everything that we need to get through this life. And so those benefits sound wonderful, and that's just a taste of, of what the Bible describes is uh, coming to those uh, believers uh, that live and walk by faith. Um, but, but God, what, what about the here and now? It's, like, it's great hearing about what's coming, the retirement package, but, uh, you know, we still got a ways to go for retirement uh, and so, uh, God, how about sweeping off some of the dust from the streets of gold and, and just sweep them on down here into my life? We'll take some of those, that dust from heaven, right, uh, in our lives. Uh, because things can get difficult down here. Uh, eternity is blissful, but life is hard. Uh, the struggles in life is hard. Life is full of heartaches and pains, and uh, our bodies get weary, and, and the days are, are getting dim. Uh, and so how about an advance, God, on our benefits? How about a, a, a slight a cash advance on those heavenly benefits, not with the, the crazy 25% interest, but uh, uh, some, uh, a nice touch of heaven? Well, God has already given us an advance of heavenly benefits because he's given us his spirit. He's given us the Holy Ghost. And so how do I know without a shadow of a doubt, how do I know that heaven is real? Uh, not just because the Bible says so, but what is even more evident is that uh, uh, believers speak in the heavenly language. That's how you know heaven is real, when you speak in another tongue that you don't even know about. Uh, and we see this in Acts chapter 2, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord in one place, kind of like we are here today. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And so in this service today, 
I have heard, I've already heard a sound from heaven, have you? I've heard a sound from heaven, and I'm telling you, folks, heaven, heaven is already here. We're already experiencing uh, benefits that are ready to come. We need to grab a hold of what God has for us in the here and now and let a little bit of heaven come into our life and, and, and give us some of that benefits that we look forward to. And when we are filled with this spirit, we are, we are renewed, we are refreshed, we are, uh, we are made a, a new creature in Christ uh, that we don't have to wait until we die to experience all that God has for us because we are given a new life right now. We are, we are resurrected from our old life, that life of sin, and God gives us a new life right here with a little taste of what is to come to comfort us in this life. The down payment of heaven is, is, is what we have. Uh, the Holy Ghost is, is God saying, here is a little taste of what is to come. Uh, and so what are you, uh, you going to do with that? What are you going to do with that? Uh, Ephesians 1 and 13 says, In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance, which means that's our, uh, our deposit that God gives us, our, uh, the, the deposit he gives us to say, hey, uh, that you know that everything I talk about is real, that heaven is real. Uh, you want some proof here. Here's a down payment of what is to come. The Holy Ghost is our earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. And so uh, God's already given us a taste of what is to come, and, and we can't even hardly handle the Holy Ghost right now in our life uh, because we weep and we cry and we can't control ourselves. And we'll make uh, intercessions with groanings that cannot be uttered uh, because of the Spirit. And uh, you may see people uh, running the aisles or dancing before the Lord or, or, or going in the aisles and stumbling out of the service, not in their right mind and drunk in the Holy Ghost. Uh, that's just a little taste of the power of God that we have in our life. And that little taste, we can't even contain it. Uh, that's why Jesus says, out of our belly is going to flow rivers of living water. Uh, where God doesn't want us to bottle it up. He doesn't want us to contain it. He wants you just to let it go. Just to let it pour out of us. Let the Holy Ghost flow in our lives and flow out of us. Uh, that's when we get to experience the best and most that God has for us. When we allow his spirit to just flow in our life. And so if you want uh, to see what heaven is going to look like, all you got to do is just to look around. There's people of uh, every color, every race, of every nation worshiping the Lord together in this place. We're not here. Uh, we're not focusing on our differences. No, we're all brought together. We're all baptized in one body by one spirit. We are many members but one body. I and mean, that's what uh, just a little taste of what heaven is going to look like. People from all nations worshiping the Lord together. And so, hey, we don't have to wait till that day because we're worshiping him right now. We get a little taste of heaven to comfort ourselves in this current time and age. Uh, and so we got a little taste of what is to come. And so scripture 
also gives us another insight of an event that's going to happen one day in heaven um, on that day of judgment, Philippians 2.10, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, the things in heaven, things in earth, and things under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord of the glory of God the Father. Well, I'm telling you what, I already see that happening here, right? We already see people worshiping the Lord and, and bowing down and submitting themselves to the name of Jesus. Uh, and so we don't have to wait for heaven for that to happen. We do that every single day. We do that every time we gather together here. We are bowing and worshiping the name of the Lord Jesus. And so there God is showing us again uh, of what is yet to come, the benefits uh, that are not all waiting for us, but God says, hey, I'll, I'll let you experience a little bit of right now. Aren't you thankful that you get to experience uh, a little taste of retirement, a little taste of heaven, and that is for the purpose to comfort us in these days, in this time, in this hour, because God knows uh, this world is not pleasant. Uh, it's, not, uh, it's not beneficial for the believer. Uh, because if they kill Jesus, what are they going to do to us, right? Uh, the world is not our home. It's not a friend to us. The world is enmity with God and the Spirit. And so Jesus is not just going to leave us and say, good luck, my believers. Keep on holding the faith. No, he's, I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I'm going to give you something to help you live in this life, and that is the Holy Ghost. There's nothing like the Holy Ghost. There's nothing like speaking in other tongues. There's nothing like feeling his presence sweep all around you and come inside of you and spill out of you. There's nothing this world can offer to replace that. And so we have a blessing to comfort us in this in this day and this hour. No matter how hard it gets, I can always go to God. I can always call upon the name of Jesus. I can just close my eyes and begin to speak to him and I can feel him. Why? Because he is not going to leave us. He's going to be here to comfort us. And so as much as we can put our hope and our faith in eternity, uh, if, if that's where all our focus is, uh, then we can miss out on the things that God's trying to do in our life in the present, right? Uh, and so not that we, we put uh, eternity aside, but hey, uh, God's given us his spirit here today to do a work in us today, and we can get a touch from God like we can get a touch tomorrow, uh, and so there's no, uh, there's no limitations on God, but we uh, need to keep our minds on the spirit, and he can lead us and guide us every day. You get a taste of heaven every single day. Amen. And so we are seeing the kingdom of heaven already at work uh, here in our lives presently in this world. We are seeing more and more souls being born into the kingdom of heaven, uh, people being baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, and so we are seeing uh, things happen uh, presently in our life uh, that uh, the Bible talks about. Uh, happening now and in the future. Um, uh, Isaiah 9 and 6 says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. 
Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David, upon his kingdom, to order it, to establish with judgment and justice from henceforth then, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. And so uh, uh, the increase of his government is not going to be, there's not going to be an end to the reach of God's kingdom. Uh, the increase of his peace, there's not going to be an end to it. I'm thankful to know uh, the peace that passes all understanding. The only way you get access to that peace is through the Holy Ghost. Uh, because the peace that this world has does not compare to the peace that, 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 that the Spirit brings to your soul. Uh, and so the increase of God's kingdom is not going to be in the end. Uh, we're already seeing it increasing in our lives, and I believe here in these last days we're going to see an end time revival where the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God is going to grow like we've never seen before. We're going to see people baptized like we've never seen before. People fill the Holy Ghost like never before. Why? Because the Bible says the kingdom, uh, the end is not going to be, uh, there's no limit to the end of his kingdom and his government. And so... Uh, heaven is, uh, a little taste of heaven is already here uh, to comfort us. And so that should give us a reason to rejoice uh, about feeling a little bit of heaven today. Uh, hearing a sound from heaven in our lives, in our prayer closet. And if you haven't heard from heaven, maybe there's something that is blocking uh, your access or blocking what God's trying to do in your life. Deuteronomy 28, 15 says, But it shall come to pass that if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe to do all his commandments and statutes, of which I command thee this day, that these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Skipping down to verse 23, And thy heaven that is over thy head shall be brass, and the earth that is under thy feet un un under thee shall be iron. And so... Heaven is going to be silent if we're not obeying the word of God. If we're not following after him, uh, there's, uh, heaven's going to be silent. Heaven will close its doors and shut its windows. Why? Uh, because the kingdom of heaven, God's will is to be done, and his commandments are to be obeyed. Uh, and so everybody that is a part of the kingdom of heaven has to be submitted to God. Because if you can't get into heaven unless you're submitted to what God says to do to get into heaven, right? Uh, and so I know that people look uh, put off heaven uh, for one day that we're going to get there. Uh, but uh, the word of God describes it like if we're not living according to heaven's rules right now, we're not going to get into heaven. Right? We have to follow after righteousness. We've got to follow what the, the word of the Lord says. We've got to be born of the water and of the spirit. Otherwise, we're not even going to see the kingdom of heaven. Uh, and so if we're not obeying the word of God and listening to the voice of the spirit, uh, there's, uh, heaven is closed for us. Uh, but it's only opened up when you uh, begin to submit yourself to the kingdom of God. And so... Um, uh, Galatians 5 and 19 says, Now the works of the flesh are evident, sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, uh, divisions, um, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and the such like. 
of the things which I tell you before, as I have told you in times past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. How can there be hatred in heaven? There can't be hatred in heaven. How can there be bitterness in heaven? How can there be strife and divisions in heaven? There cannot be. And so if we are dealing with those things in our life, if we have bitterness towards somebody else, uh, we're, we're going to kind of disqualify ourselves. Why? Because bitterness can't be in the kingdom of heaven. Um, uh, we had better deal with those now here at the altar uh, and get back into the kingdom of heaven and get God opening up, uh, speaking to us. Uh, because if we hold on to those things, how are we going to be allowed to be in the heaven? If we hold on to unforgiveness and bitterness and anger. And so here are some characteristics that, of things that are found in heaven. Uh, Galatians 5.22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Uh, and so if the kingdom of heaven is, is already here, um, uh, if, you, if you don't feel like you're in it, maybe there's something inside of you that's eating you up. Uh, bothering you uh, because God's trying to convict you to get those things out. Why? Because he wants you uh, to be a part of his kingdom. Uh, and maybe you're feeling alone. It, it, maybe it's something that's keeping you from God. If you haven't heard from heaven in a while, if you haven't uh, seen evidence of heaven around you, uh, if heaven has been shut up in your life, <clears throat> then we need to figure out what, what that cause is, what that reason is. But Second Chronicles says, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I'm going to hear from heaven again, and I'll forgive their sin and will heal their land. And so if we humble ourselves today, if we start seeking the face of God today, if we repent of any sin in our life, um, that you will hear from heaven, that you will see the windows of heaven open up in your life, and you'll hear that sound, that Holy Ghost come into your life, and, and the Spirit fill you again, uh, because there's no need to wait for heaven, because heaven's actually waiting on us to get in line with what it, uh, he has in store for us. And so we need to submit ourselves in order to see and to hear uh, what God uh, has for us, uh, not just in eternity, but in the present world. Um, and so we need to be ready uh, when uh, that call comes, because uh, when the king of heaven, when he comes, uh, it could be at any moment, at a blink, a twinkling of an eye, Jesus can return, and we've got to be ready for that. Uh, Matthew 25, it says, Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom, and five of them were wives, wise, and five of them were foolish. And so five of them were ready to go into heaven. Uh, that means they were living according to the way that God asked them to live, the word of God declared for them to live. They were ready at a moment's notice. Uh, five of them kept a humble heart and a humble spirit. Five of them kept praying and kept seeking uh, his face. Uh, and five of them uh, uh, were, were, were foolish, said, eh, I'll worry about that later. Or, 
yeah, well, you know, we're going to heaven one day, but uh, ain't got to worry about the details right now. The foolish one, they, they took heaven for granted. They took it for granted, and they thought that they were, they had a guaranteed ticket. Uh, there's no way that they will ever miss out because uh, they were the other five. They, uh, they, they, I'm sure they probably attended the same church. Uh, just because we attend Apostolic Praise Tabernacle does not mean we're guaranteed to go to heaven. Uh, there's a lot that happens throughout the week in our lives, uh, and so we got to be ready at every single day at a moment's notice of listening to the voice of the Spirit and the Word of God uh, because you never know when the King of Heaven is going to return, and we've got to be ready. Uh, and so uh, my personal belief is that the rapture of the church uh, and the return of the King of Heaven is probably not going to happen at 1130 on a Sunday morning. I know we all want that to happen. Uh, uh, maybe uh, he's, he's going to come as a thief in the night. Uh, that the trumpet might sound on a Wednesday afternoon. Uh, and only those who are wise and only those who are ready and only those who have submitted and heard from heaven earlier that day in prayer and, and sought out the voice of God, only those will be caught away uh, not the ones who are waiting to refill, refill their lamps on Sunday. It's going to be too late by then. The bridegroom will have already come. And so we of all people know that the kingdom of heaven is already at hand in our lives. Why? Because we've got a touch. We've got an experience with God. We've already heard from heaven. We've seen heaven active in our lives. And so let's not let heaven slip through our grass and think that, hey, we're good to go just because uh, we obeyed the scripture many years ago. No, we got to make sure that water, that living water is flowing every single day in our lives, and so um, uh, as, as hard as this world is on our life, uh, as, as Brother Andy mentioned earlier today, it rains on the just and the unjust. Like, it's, it's, this is life, and I'm so thankful uh, that Jesus did not just leave us or forsake us, that he says, hey, I'm going to give you something. I'm not going to leave you comfortless, but I'm going to give you my spirit. The, the same spirit that was in Christ dwells inside of us. And if it raised Jesus from the dead, it's going to raise and quicken our mortal bodies too. Uh, and so uh, it's hard enough living this life, but imagine not living uh, this life without, without the Holy Ghost. Of course, we don't have to imagine such a life. All we got to do is, is take, a, take a walk down memory lane. Because there was a time in our life where we, we did not have the Holy Ghost. That we, we were not living for God. That we thought we are living our best life now, but it turns out we were on a road to destruction. We were on a road to hell, and we didn't even realize it, how bad off we were. But, but one day, somebody got a hold of us. Jesus got a hold of us. Maybe somebody invited you to an apostolic church, and you came in, and you felt the Spirit of God. You felt something you've never felt before. And I'll tell you what, that's a little taste of heaven to show you that heaven is real. Because the Holy Ghost is our earnest deposit. It's a down payment that God gives to us believers, amen, to help us through this time and in these last days. Amen. Hebrews 10 and 23 says, Let us hold fast the profession of our faith 
without wavering, for he is faithful at that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Now more than ever uh, should we be assembling ourselves together. Should we be gathering together and say, hey, I'm not going to miss out on church. I'm going to do everything I can to get together. Why? Because the days are short and the days are dark and they're getting darker. And there's a comfort to us that is found here in the presence of Almighty God and in our life. Uh, And so eternity is nearer than ever before. And so we don't want to miss out on what God has in store for us. Amen. And so, musicians, if you would come. Matthew 4 and 17 says, From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So the kingdom of heaven is at hand, meaning the kingdom uh, is here. Uh, it's not it's not some far off the distance eternity it is there but Jesus says hey I'm bringing I'm bringing heaven right here to you uh, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand his message was simple heaven is near heaven is close to you and if you want in heaven if you want to experience that then you're going to need to repent first and foremost uh, to get yourself right and so Jesus, Jesus was an ambassador of heaven. He obviously came from heaven, came to this earth, and he came to tell us uh, about uh, the place where he's from. And he said, if, if I'm going to leave, uh, in my father's house are many mansions, and I will, if I leave, I'm going to go and prepare a place for you. And if I go, I'm going to come back, that, that where I am, you may be with me also. Uh, and so he's an ambassador uh, describing uh, where we're going to go one day. Uh, but it's, it's not like it was uh, all description and, and they didn't get to experience any of it. No, Jesus showed people Uh, a little taste of what heaven was like. He was there telling us uh, there's a better place to go. Uh, He's on earth recruiting people to join the kingdom of heaven and to leave behind the kingdom of this world. Uh, Some people signed up, uh, but most uh, saw that the sacrifice was too great. As Jesus said, uh, wide is the gate, uh, and many shall be that go therein, but uh, straight is the gate, narrow is the way uh, that leads to everlasting life, and few there be that find it. And so the invitation to go to heaven uh, goes out to everybody, but not everybody wants to sign up. I mean, they may, they may say that, but uh, actions speak louder than words. Uh, and so we've got to uh, do, more, uh, do more doing and, and less saying uh, because we don't have to say anything if we're doing it. We don't have to say anything if we're, if we're prayed up and we're, we're speaking in tongues and we're, we're following the, the leading of the Spirit. Uh, and so some people signed up, but most saw that the sacrifice uh, was too great. Leave behind everything. The rich young ruler, Jesus said, go sell all that you have, give it to the poor and come and follow me. Well, he left brokenhearted because he had a lot of things. 
and he, uh, his kingdom to him was more valuable than the kingdom that, of heaven that Jesus was presenting to him. And so the people that did not submit, did not surrender to what God was asking of them, Jesus was saying that the kingdom of heaven is near. And so the kingdom of heaven was near to them, and yet they let it pass on by. Imagine heaven being at your front door, and you never answer the door. That's, that's what happened. The, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's here, folks. Uh, you need to repent in order to experience what, I, what I've brought for you. But yet many people did not repent. They did not believe. They walked away uh, uh, disheartened. Uh, and so the kingdom of heaven was right there in front of their eyes, and they let heaven pass them by. And so the reason that Jesus performed so many miracles was not to draw attention to himself. In fact, there were uh, recorded words of Jesus healing people and him telling them, don't, go t- don't tell anybody what I did. Just healing them and say, don't tell anybody. So he wasn't doing it to, to promote himself. The purpose of a, of a miracle is not to look at, to the person who did it, but it's to get your attention to look, look upwards, to look to heaven. Because that, that supernatural power did not come from that person. It came from another world. It came from outside this world. And so uh, the miracles, signs, and wonders that happen uh, are not to draw attention to us, but it's to turn our attention to heaven. Hey, what's going on there? That's a sign from heaven. That's something supernatural that I want to ga- gaze my eyes upon and grab a hold of even more of that. And so Jesus, being the ambassador from heaven, was wanting people to to go to heaven. Obviously, he doesn't desire that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And so an ambassador has the full pledge of authority and power from the kingdom that they are representing. Uh, A United States ambassador... And another country has, has a lot of power and authority. He speaks, he speaks on behalf of the United States. That's the power and authority that has been given to him. And so Jesus, being an ambassador from heaven, uh, has full power and authority. All, all power and authority uh, is given unto him. Uh, and so what the ambassador says is just as good as what the, uh, the king or president uh, saying, uh, and so when Jesus would say that the kingdom of heaven is at hand, and then he would perform a miracle, and he would heal a man's blinded eyes, causing him to see again, what he was saying was. Where I'm from in heaven, there are no blinded eyes. So be healed in the name of Jesus. I'm here. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Be healed. Why? In the kingdom of heaven, there are no blinded eyes. And since, the, since heaven has come to you, you need to be, be healed in Jesus' name. Where I'm from in heaven, there are no deaf ears. And so I bring you good news Hey, the kingdom of heaven is here, right right in front of you. Uh, the kingdom of heaven is here, so be healed in Jesus' name. There is no death or dying in heaven. 
And so what did Jesus say? Lazarus, come forth. How can he do that? Why? Because Jesus came from heaven and said, hey, the kingdom of heaven is here. I want to give you a little taste of what is to come. Lazarus, come forth. Come out of that grave. Uh, and there's no demon-possessed people in the kingdom of heaven. And so that's why Jesus cast out devils in, in his name. Why? Because the kingdom of heaven had already shown up. Jesus was giving them a little taste and little comfort. Of, of to live in this world. All because all of these miracles happened, not because Jesus needed the attention, but the miracles happened because heaven showed up in somebody's life and transformed them to, to, to a life that is more uh, like the life that is to come. And so uh, let me give you a little taste of what is to come is basically what Jesus was doing uh, when he's telling them to repent to the kingdom of heaven is at hand and doing all these miracles. And so I'm thankful that Jesus has given us a little taste, that he's given us his spirit to comfort us in these last days uh, because as dark as this world is going to get, we need somebody to, to comfort us to, that we won't feel like we are left alone in this dark world, but we have the Holy Ghost and we don't have to wait for him to show up. Why? Because he lives inside of us. All we got to do is a call on his name and he's here. All we got to do is to speak the name of Jesus and we feel uh, his presence start moving in our lives. Why? Because he's not very far from every one of us. He's inside of us. Amen. We are filled with the same spirit. Amen. If you stand with me today. Before Jesus ascended back into heaven, he being the king has the power to appoint ambassadors for his kingdom. The king, the president, has the only one has the power to say, you are going to represent me. You're going to represent this kingdom to another world. And so before he went back into heaven, he appointed ambassadors to speak on his behalf, to preach on his behalf, to spread the good news that he gave to them uh, the, his ambassadors now are going to go out and spread the good news as well. He appointed 12 apostles and many other believers as ambassadors of Christ. And if you have received the Holy Ghost, you are now the highest ranking representative of heaven. Now you represent heaven. Now you have been given power and authority to speak into somebody else's life, to preach the gospel to somebody else, uh, because you are now an ambassador because you have been filled with the Holy Ghost. 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. We all have that ministry. That's just not the pastor has a ministry of reconciliation. Every single believer has been given a ministry of reconciliation. You know what that means? That means you're to go out to this lost world and say, hey, come get a hold of Jesus Christ. He'll change your life. He'll, he'll restore things in your life. He has the power to heal, the power to save, 
the power to deliver. We all have been given that ministry because we have been filled with the Holy Ghost and become that new creature. Verse 19, to wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ did, be ye reconciled to God. And so now we are all ambassadors of heaven. Now we are the ones who should be telling people about, hey, hey, don't give up now. God's got something good for you. There's hope. There's still hope out there in this world. There's a place. There's eternity. There's heaven uh, that's waiting for us. And I can give you a little taste of heaven right now. Why? Because I've been filled with the Spirit from Almighty God. God, and he can fill you as well and you can get a taste of heaven that will comfort you in this life until he is ready to call us home. And so as, as ambassadors, we have the authority and power to do the work of the kingdom of heaven. We have been given that power. It's not of any of our abilities and talents. But God fills us with his spirit, and it's the spirit of God that does all this work. And so it doesn't matter who you are. doesn't matter your family status or history. God will fill each and every person that is willing and that is hungry. He will fill you with the Holy Ghost and give you the power to live the life that he's called us to live. And so we, we have the same message that Jesus preached when he was walking this earth. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's that simple. Repent, because heaven is here, ready to give you a taste and experience of what is to come. Matthew 10 and 7, Jesus is telling them, as you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. What does he also say to do? Heal the sick. How do you have the power to do that? Why? Because you're an ambassador. You're representing heaven. Go and heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. Cast out devils. Freely you have received, so freely give. That power resides inside each and every one of us to help others and to comfort us in this time that we are not alone in this, that God is here with us to lead us and guide us in verse 9 and heal the sick that are therein and say unto them, the kingdom of God is come nigh unto you. And so I wonder if there are maybe two or three of us here today that would agree with me that heaven is already here, that heaven is already present in our lives because I heard a sound from heaven earlier. I see signs of heaven in our life, and so we don't need to be discouraged or dismayed no matter what the news is, no matter what's going on out there. Why? We have a comforter. God's not going to leave us comfortless. He's not going to leave us or forsake us. We've got the Spirit of God inside of us to help us in these days. And so I want to open up these altars today to those that maybe need some encouragement today.
Maybe those that need to trade uh, some of the sorrow that they have and God will give you some joy. To, to give God the turmoil in your life and he'll give you the peace that passes all understanding. God's here to comfort each and every one of us. And we all have down days and bad days, but hey, uh, that should not last very long. Why? Because we have the answer inside of us. Heaven is here. Heaven is inside of us. We have the power to heal the sick uh, through the Holy Ghost. Because there isn't any sickness in heaven. There's no pain, no more tears. And so we have access to that kind of power if we just bind together and believe. There's power to set people free. Why? Because where the Spirit of the Lord is, uh, there are li there's liberty. There's nobody bound in heaven. And the kingdom of heaven is already here. And so uh, I wonder if there's anybody that, that would uh, rejoice with me as we begin to sing this song and say, God, use me, God. Help me to be an ambassador. Help me to encourage somebody else. Help me to lift somebody else up. The ministry of reconciliation you've given to me, help me to reach out to somebody today. Come on, as we begin to sing, come on, let's draw, let's just call upon the Lord today. Here today, what is it that you need for him? Maybe you need a touch. Maybe you need God to heal your body today. Hey, we've been given that a power and authority to pray for the sick. Come on, let's bind together today. Let's come and worship the Lord. What is it that you need from him?
situations are hard and trials and tribulations come, we can easily get caught off guard by what's happening in our life. But God has given us something that should still our heart and still our soul, and that is the Holy Ghost. 
Amen. And we don't have to go search. We don't got to drive across town to get to it. We don't got to really, you don't got to come here to get access to it. No. God will be there with you uh, wherever we are because his spirit is inside of us. And that is to help comfort us through these days in this life as a believer in him. Amen. We know that uh, as good as God is to us, we know that so much greater is in store. Amen. Not just in this life, but in eternity. I mean, I'm thankful for a little taste, a little deposit of what God has, right? Man, every day I get a taste of heaven. That should encourage us and uplift us and get us through the day because heaven is at our hand. Amen. And we have a connection with, with Jesus Christ. Amen. So good to see everyone here today. God bless you all. You're dismissed today in Jesus' name. Man, don't forget to grab some bread. 